Hello everybody, it's Melissa. Welcome back to another episode. It is December, it's cold, we're in like the throes of the holiday season, and uh, there are many, many reasons why this is not my favorite time of year. Um, But that being said... Despite that, I am doing really well. I've been feeling really good lately. I've been feeling really capable lately. I've been feeling really happy lately. And it's funny because whenever I am at a place where I am doing well, like right now, I notice that I start to doubt my autism diagnosis. I start to look at my life and I feel like I'm doing too well. There's no way that I'm autistic. I'm just doing too well. I'm really, I'm functioning very well in the world right now. And that's a problem. Because, for one, that tells me that I associate autism automatically with struggle and hardship and disability. Which I know it is a disability, but I'm saying like disability in the, the literal sense. Um, so... That's unfortunate because I don't want to view autism that way, right? There is such a thing as being autistic and being capable at the same time. There is a such thing as being autistic and being independent, or being autistic and being happy, or being autistic and having and wanting friendships, and being autistic and thriving. Um... You know, all of these things can coexist in an autistic person. It's not like if you're doing well, that should negate your diagnosis. But for me, sometimes it it feels like that. It feels like I am not autistic enough right now. And I start to get the imposter syndrome going on. You know what I mean? Where I'm just like, am I even autistic? Have I been fabricating this whole thing and I start going on this big long journey in my mind about that and it's it's not true like logically I know if I really stop and think about it which is what I kind of have to do when I remind myself that I am valid (laughs) and that my diagnosis is valid and that my experience can vary in the world without it invalidating me uh but I just I need to stop and remind myself that, for one, autism doesn't look the same in every single person, and sometimes I find myself comparing to others and their experience of the world, uh, and kind of feeling like, oh, that, that never really happens to me, or, you know, that sort of thing, and... But then I have to remind myself that I have struggles that other autistic people may not have either. You know, it's just sort of like, 
the diagnostic criteria for autism, according to the DSM, is it doesn't include a lot of stuff. Like the stuff, the pieces that are necessary for you to get a diagnosis, there's not that many things there. So all of the all of the accessory traits that come along with autism, I feel like they're not part of the DSM criteria for diagnosis because those things present very differently in different autistic people. Like the core things that are on the DSM for diagnosis tend to be the very similar base traits that autistic people carry that are the same everything else which is so many things um it's so hit or miss some of us may have certain aversions to things and others of us may be just fine with those things um I went skating with my kids yesterday ice skating (laughs) it was my first time ice skating it was fun uh it was fun I like trying new stuff like that Uh, I'd like to try doing it more so I can get a little bit better at it but it was fun I didn't fall down so that's all that matters um but I went with my kids I brought my son and my daughter and my my son is 25 uh he is not officially diagnosed autistic but he is self-diagnosed autistic and uh as, as soon as I got my diagnosis or started suspecting about myself, it was clear as day that my son is also autistic. I was just like, oh man, I totally missed that. He was assigned female at birth. He's trans. So, um, so of course all of his, his, uh, stuff, like he, it just got missed because he was a girl growing up. So, um, anyway, that aside, we were skating yesterday he got overwhelmed and overstimulated by the experience. Um, it was his idea to go, and he had been before one time, and he went the first time, and he texted me after, and he was like, oh my gosh, we have to go ice skating, it's really fun. And I was like, cool, so we planned on a day to do it, and we went, and uh, yeah, there were a lot of people there yesterday, and... Um, He didn't bring a beanie, so his ears got really cold, and they were kind of hurting, and that with that coupled with the cold, otherwise, you know, just being cold, and like, all of the people that were there, and like, he just couldn't, he made it about 20 minutes, and he was like, mom, I have to go, I'm really sorry, and I was like, no, I understand, like, I could just see it on his face, I know the feeling, I know the overstimulation feeling, I didn't have it there in that particular situation, I was fine, yeah, I was cold, yeah, there were a lot of people there. It was busy. It was kind of stressful, you know, when it's when you're skating. If you've ever been skating to a skating rink, ice skating or roller skating or any kind of thing where you're going in a circle with a bunch of people round and round. And it's stressful because uh I'm not really worried about myself as much as I'm worried about other people. Like I don't want anyone crashing into me. People are wild out there and there's little kids and they're like tumbling around and I'm just like, "Oh, man." So you got to keep on top of your like peripheries and just try and like what like uh just yeah, B 
be very aware of your surroundings when you're skating in an environment like that. Um, it can be kind of stressful and he just couldn't, he couldn't handle it yesterday and he felt really bad. And I'm like, you know, I understand, just go ahead and go. Like, it's not a big deal. And so, you know, even in that instance, and my daughter was there too, and she's also autistic and she had a great time and we skated. She, her, uh, she couldn't hang as long as I could either. Her ankles started hurting. It's a very, it's a sport that requires a lot of ankle strength endurance because skates are very, ice skates are very, um, uh, wobbly from side to side. So you really have to like have strong ankles. I guess maybe I have stronger ankles than I knew because I was fine. But anyway, my daughter was like, that was her big thing, but she wasn't overwhelmed by the amount of people. She wasn't overwhelmed by the cold. So we all have, I guess my point to that whole long rambling story is like, we're all different, right? Like just because my son had that reaction yesterday, doesn't make his autism more valid. Um, doesn't make him more autistic. Doesn't make me less autistic because I didn't have a problem with that particular situation. It's just, you know, giving myself that, that permission to be doing okay. <laughs> and, you know, since we've moved back to town, I've had a lot more contact with friends and people who I hadn't really um, been connected with that well when we were living so far out of town. And I don't know, I've felt like friendships rekindling and getting the urge to get back out in the world and like be more social, realizing I am I am a really social person. I am. It's just the conditions of my socializing have to be a certain way. And it's kind of like, <laughs> uh, there are certain, yeah, like I said, there are conditions to my socializing. We'll just say that, but I do enjoy socializing. Um, I'm realizing that about myself and that's okay. There are a lot of autistic people that like socializing. Um, I get overwhelmed I get kind of confused sometimes, <laughs> you know, there are instances where I don't enjoy socializing as much, um, you know, but it's just these, these boxes that I've put myself in where I'm like, oh, maybe I'm not allowed to like this thing. Maybe I'm not allowed to be good at this thing. Maybe I'm not allowed to feel this way because I'm autistic. Like, maybe I'm not supposed to, but I need to throw all that out the window. And if you feel that way too, when you're doing really well, um, I would encourage you to throw that out the window too, because ultimately my goal in life is to be a happy autistic person, is to be a thriving autistic person and having a good life. You know, it's not to be, um, burdened with this diagnosis. And yeah, there are going to be times when I'm struggling. I just went through a long, long, long period of struggle. Um, and this isn't the first time in life that that's happened. Like it's going to fluctuate. And yeah, when I'm going through those periods of struggle, um, I do have a lot harder time coping with certain other situations. You know, when one thing is thrown off, another thing can be thrown off and it's kind of like a domino effect and then you get to the point where you're just 
overwhelmed by everything and uh, not in a good situation at all. So that's not a good place to be, but I felt more validated when I was there because I felt like, oh, my, my struggle is real and this is why. And, uh, I don't know. I just wanted to get on here and talk about that because I feel like it's an important thing to talk about. And especially if there are other people out there who sometimes feel this way, who sometimes feel like, oh, I'm not autistic enough, or maybe I'm wrong, or maybe my doctor was wrong, or maybe this, or maybe that, or, you know, even feeling bad for doing well. Sometimes I do feel that, like, like there are so many autistic people that have so many real tangible struggles right now, and I'm doing okay, so it's like, there's almost a sense of guilt associated with that too, which is not good because it's not our responsibility to um, to align our experiences with others. Like, just because you're having a struggle doesn't mean I have to be having a struggle, you know? And it's not bad if I'm doing good and you're in a place where you're not doing so good, or vice versa, like, the ebbs and flows of life, right? They're real. And I think also this does have to do with the whole autistic black and white thinking thing, because um, ideas of how things are supposed to be tend to be very black or white they're very binary in my head it's like it's either this or this it's either I'm doing well and I'm not autistic or I'm doing really crappy and I am autistic like (laughs) there are a lot of different that's why it's called the autism spectrum and I don't think that we cement a specific place on that spectrum and stay there forever I think it's a spectrum because we fluctuate you know I can be you know at this time last year, I was having a very hard time with having meltdowns all the time and just feeling really disabled. And then now a year later, my situation has improved. I've been really working hard at therapy and stuff too to help um, start working on like different coping mechanisms and things like that, which has also really been helping. Um, and I'm in a different place on that spectrum now. I've It's shifted a little bit. And it will probably shift again, I'm sure. Like, So I need to just, like, enjoy this time that I'm, that I'm thriving, right? I need to just enjoy it and be like, yeah, I'm autistic and I'm freaking thriving right now. And that's okay. That's totally valid. So anyway, I'm glad I could get on here and talk about that and... get it, get it outside of my head, put it into words, because I do, I feel so much better when I get to do that, and just listening to myself talk, I'm like, okay, yeah, 
Melissa, you're not making sense right now with your thoughts. Um, and sort of, um, it just sort of gives me a, a resolution now to this, to this issue that I've been having of feeling like I'm doing too well right now. Um, I'm just going to be happy and try and enjoy this, this good moment of my life, right? So, um, anyway, that's all I have to say about that. I do have an exciting announcement for an event I'm participating in. It is called the Neurodivergent Lived Experience Summit, and it's being put on by Megan, who was on the podcast twice. She is the one um, I don't remember which episode number it was, but she is the one who came on the podcast um, twice to talk about, for first of all, how she thought she had misdiagnosed herself as autistic. And then again, where she came on and was like, oops, no, never mind. I <laughs> am autistic. So if you haven't listened to those episodes, go listen to those with Megan. She also has a podcast called the Neurodivergent Magic Podcast, which covers like all different topics related to all different types of neurodiversity. It's a really good podcast, but she is putting on this summit. Um, it's all virtual. It's all online. Uh, there's a bunch of different speakers. The topic I'm speaking on is parenting on the spectrum. So sort of talking about the ups and downs of being an autistic parent, which is a topic that I feel like is not talked about enough and that I have a lot of lived experience in. Uh, and the name of the summit is the lived experience summit. So, um, I'm going to be talking about my lived experience as an autistic parent. So I will be posting more info about that very soon on my Instagram account and I will update you guys on the podcast as well. It's in January. Oh no, I forgot the date that I'm speaking. I think it's January 5th? 4th? Something, I don't know. Oh man, I'm unprepared to tell you guys about this, but I'll <laughs> I'll post about it soon and I will update you guys with accurate date information if you want to go ahead and join and there's going to be a lot of other awesome speakers there too and uh yeah so I'm excited to do that and kind of terrified because public speaking is terrifying but I assume you know since it's virtual it'll feel just like I'm talking to you guys you know I do this podcast and I do just fine so just me rambling more ramblings from me tune in for that and uh yeah also if you haven't heard uh the podcast does have a patreon page with that Patreon subscription of $5 a month, you get access to our Discord community, and we do lots of fun stuff over there and just have cool little conversations and stuff. It's all the neurodivergent people who also listen to the podcast, and it's a really cool, supportive little community that's growing over there. So I love it, and we do fun things like movie nights and things like that, which we're having today. Today is our movie day it's going to be a movie day where I'm at because we're doing it at 2 o'clock p.m. But um, it'll be nighttime for some of the people that are joining. And we are watching a Christmas movie called Claws. Like K-L-A-U-S. And I think it's like an animated movie. I don't know. We always suggest movies and then vote on which one we're going to watch. And I've never seen this one. So I'm excited to sit down and snuggle up with some popcorn and watch that movie with my with my other neurodivergent pals. We do it all, it's all virtually, so we're not like chatting, we don't have video on or anything, we do it through um, Discord. 
chat so we're just kind of chatting via text like a message board during the movie it's nothing scary like having to actually interact with people or show your face um so yeah that's always super fun I enjoy that and also oh with the patreon subscription you get uh two bonus episodes a month now which is fun uh yeah so that's all I'm gonna say about that and as you know I will leave all the contact info in the show notes and the patreon link as well uh yeah yeah that's it I'm done talking now awkward goodbye for you guys I'll talk to y'all next time have a good one